with the educated opinion on topics of all varieties. Yo, it's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Bubba's Banter. Yo, what's good, Josh? Your motherfucking boy. I ain't gotta say no motherfucking names, right? But I am in this way. It's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Bubba's Banter. I think I fucked that up. This is your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Bubba's Banter. Yo, what's good, Josh? Your motherfucking boy. I ain't gotta say no names. I'm gonna say it again because I feel like I fucked it up. So I'm gonna say it one more time. And <laughs> no, I'm being corny. I'm being corny. Um, I hope y'all live well, feeling well. Um, I'm doing okay. Stuck in a snowstorm um i'm very 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 irritated about it um like extremely irritated about it i just i used to love the snow when i was a young kid and now i am older and i'm just like fuck all this shit like this shit is not productive like i can't get out and do nothing like can't go nowhere i can't can't i can't do shit like i'm just chilling here and it's annoying as fuck like i'm stuck in my house i don't want to tell y'all all my business but i got like i got an urgency under my ass right now that i just like oh my god I, ca- I gotta get to it um but yeah i mean it is what it is i hate the snow at this point in my time in my life um it's only fun if i'm like at the mountain and i haven't been up there in years that's the only time snow is fun to me <laughs> like at least i can be in a cabin i can you know be in a hot tub with snow around or you know what i'm saying fucking um skiing and snowboarding shit like that like that's 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 fun snow you know what i'm saying but other than that fuck that if i got stuck in the house all day i might need to get a truck next year but that's just a gas closer so i'm not i don't know if i'm gonna get a truck um but yeah you guys know where to follow me at right which is bubba's banter podcast also uh bubba's banter on twitter you can follow my personal which is the real doc dre and yeah so guys i just want to ask you guys again i always tell i'm not gonna even do the commercial <laughs> y'all go out get these bearskin underwear because um <laughs> they are comfortable and they are great and i love them if you use my promo code bubba you will get 15 percent off on your order um but guess what we have another uh, reoccurring guest and y'all know who exactly who this is he's been on my show multiple times i've gotten so many questions from you guys about um you guys should do a show together or like a segment and like all this stuff because y'all just talk about how our chemistry is so great so i'm gonna bring in my boy darius what's good bro hi hey Hey, can you hear me i can hear you oh okay perfect yeah you know i I, i've been meaning to ask when you gonna put me on to the bare skin to the bare skin shit they need to send me even even, you know you know i have my thoughts about it previously but i I need to actually feel them you know i'm gonna use your promo code Yes, you got a promo some. code, right? Yes, Bubba, go get you, bro, right. get you some. They I'm, I'm gonna use the promo code and I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna be like, listen, Bubba sent me. Y'all know I got a fat ass. And, you know, <laughs> thighs is big, the thighs is thick. I, I I need to feel them myself. So I, I definitely because I, I I've been on my like Savage Fenty wave because yeah. she has this the options for the big boys and stuff. So. But now I'm I'm gonna see what bearskin is given. I'm gonna give them a chance. I'm telling you, they are so comfortable. Like I have so many pair now. I just like I'm just like I don't even need to go buy under. Well, I guess I do. I try to go every. Uh, I try to buy at least two packs of underwear every like month or so. Every but, month. Yeah, I try to buy. Why? Two. Because I, I for me for me for me like I feel like underwear after six months is like time to throw in the trash. Like maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's just me. I mean. I know women who have had bras for 10 plus years. Yeah. See, nah, for me, like, 
I I I throw my underwear besides the bearskin underwear because of course I'm a, I promo them and they're just so good. But even those, like, right? When I, they're good, when they're good quality, you you keep them for a longer. Yeah, time. but even those, like I'm still probably. A matter of fact, next week I'm gonna buy some. <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna buy some from them of some that I like because I feel like the ones that I have are starting to get like kind of old, and I'm like, um, I want to. I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing that I do. But I've always been like this. I mean, I think I got it from my I daddy feel the too. Same way. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people who like who definitely instead of this is so crazy. I know people who will buy new new underwear instead of doing laundry, and oh, so no, they end I up just piling stuff up. Mm-hmm. That's but not right. But I know people do crazier shit than that. The only thing I feel that way about where like I replace often is socks. Yeah, because socks like after a while you can clean them well, uh, you know. But white socks they just after a while they get stained. They look yeah. A little different. And actually, I don't so, even have white socks. Like I actually I do have like a few pair, but I just like black socks for some. reason reason but even Mm -hmm. that i still throw those away after a while so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but yeah so i actually uh (laughs) i actually posted some um questions up on or questionnaire up on instagram asking the people to like send me in questions like for like i've been doing this for like a week and i got like 20 questions but i only narrowed it down to five because some of them were like a little too much for me a little like personal and then a little bit like low-key backhand compliments or like shade so i was like no i'm not gonna (laughs) so i only picked five um so i'm gonna start off with the first one um and it says do you think having a preference is bad (sighs) (laughs) well (laughs) i mean okay i'll start um i don't think having a preference is bad at all i think Mm-hmm. It's when you make that make your preference superior. You make it seem like your preference is the best looking out of everybody and you won't go out your way to like interact with someone because of the people that you are attracted to. That's when it becomes like Ugh, like you don't like cuz I when I I don't know if I'm saying it right, but like that's just kind of how I feel like I feel like people do this often like when they have a preference they only want to hang out with those people or be around those people that look like that or you know do this type of thing and it just it's like you're only like it's low-key fetishizing me in a sense anyways or fetishizing that person so i think like when people have preferences it can be problematic but at the same time it's not bad because you like mm-hmm. what you like you can't help that you like something like for me body mm-hmm. body type is like my my thing like i like me a big you already know 250 plus to ride this bus that's my thing like i love <laughs> i love big men i i've loved big men i can't help it um but i don't like all big men i don't mm-hmm. I, and that's just kind of like what it is like it's still like you gotta carry it well you kind of like gotta kind of have some confidence you kind of like those mm-hmm. are the things that mm-hmm. comes along it's a preference it's not just that one physical trait like there's so many other things that come along with that for me to be like oh my god you're fucking hot and so of course right. i go after those people like i like big daddies i like bigger older men like that's what i like you know what I'm saying i can't help that i like that you know and i think you, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's not just one thing that makes me attracted to you right like people who are like i like fat men i like black men it's like do you like all black men regardless of how they look yeah or is this is this just something that historically you gravitated towards and like that has its own things you know like my thing is the preferences are really this it's a it's like a very thin line to toe between like um it being appropriate and like an actual preference based on whatever your personal 
taste is yeah. and then something that's rooted in and like i don't know i don't want to say um fetishization but i think that in some ways people will express online especially like i like black men who are yeah. dominant and aggressive in tops and it's like what is that what is where is that from what does that mean do you like men who are aggressive do you like <laughs> black men do you like but why specifically black men who are aggressive where does right. that come from <clears throat> and so yeah i think that it's okay to have a preference ultimately and that we need to inter- like ask ourselves why we're not okay with people having preferences but when people make it so that they are excluding people so for example if you like if you explicitly say in your profile are only like asian um well people people who say that let's just go go like bigger <laughs> more general let's say i i like i like muscular masculine men people who look like they take care of themselves right no fats no feminine men no asian men it's like okay so you can express the things that you like expressing the things that you don't like seems like more of a practice of trying to exclude people yes as opposed to just expressing what you like and there are people who use and weaponize like it's just a preference to be mean to people and it's like no one actually cares that you have the preference it's when you try to use it to make other people that you don't like feel bad exactly and that's what happens yeah. so much. That's why I, I, I try to tell people all the time, like, dude, it's it's not that I tell this to people all the time. It's not that you have the preference. It's how you go about it. Like, mm-hmm. you can get online all day and like black men. But if you come at me with the BC shit, I'm going to have a problem. Because the fact is that you're lumping me in with every single black person who may say I like like to call themselves BBC. Like, I mean, we have whole ass pornos that says BBC, look, you know, whatever, whatever, like those porno well, titles, we, you know, <laughs> we, we, we know somebody in a city that you may or may not live in who has a specific preference. And I'll never forget when I first met this person, they said that their preference was anything but white. And I was like, hmm, what does that mean? And as I hung out with them more, I was like, oh, so you really mean you don't fuck with white men. Like you only exclusively fuck black, Latino, Asian men. And it wasn't indiscriminate. Like he obviously, like he had standards for what he did and did not like, but the insistence that anything but white was very important to him was like a big deal and so it's weird because it's like okay now that i know this about you i'm thinking about how for like like if i was if i was someone that was fucking with him right and i heard him say like i like any people who just are anything but white i'm like so damn do you just like me because i'm black exactly exactly you know and that's and that's a personal (laughs) thing that i have to work through where I'm like, where I'm like, am I not the only one? Like, I'm the, I'm the only one that you wanted. But it's also, it's just a, it's a weird thing to express. It really is. It's just, it's awesome. It's so fucking weird. And I think like a lot of white people who do or yeah, a lot of white people who do that. It not even no, no I'm not gonna say white people because there's other like people of color who do it too. Like especially like for some reason, a lot of Asian men and a lot of like Latinos love to do that to me. And it's like it feels like they think that it's giving them brownie points. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, honey. Like I mean, but it's, it's also, not. But it's also interesting because I rarely see like when I look at these profiles on on all the dating apps, I rarely see a person of color say only Latino men. Yeah, or only Asian. But that's men. true. That's true. I, I very I rarely, rarely see, see that. I, I will see some black men say only black men. I don't fuck with white men. Yeah. And that I understand in some, in some ways. Otherwise, yeah. I'm like, you know, open up your palate. But 
I almost always see white men say prefer darker skinned men or prefer yeah. Middle Eastern. Like the, like the preferences get really, they can get very specific. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, it definitely happens across the board, but I can say for the most part that I've seen on dating profiles, when people call out a specific race, it's always specific to race. It's yeah. all, it's, it's a lot of time white men. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But it just, I don't know. I, preference is something that I don't, it isn't, I get, I, I get the, the preference question all day every day on my on twitter all the time like i got a little whole twitter and like i'll be you know posting up videos and sometimes and they be like oh do you like white men only and it's always feels like we- it always feels weird because it feels like you're projecting like bro just hit get at me like oh like hey what's good and if i get back at you then you know i want you but if i don't get back at you i don't want you it has something to do with you being white like like oh i looked at your likes and i'm like okay good for you like but like what does that do like that doesn't make sense if you are turned on by the fucking you're turned on by the fucking you're not you're not really like you're fantasizing about me having sex with you that's not my problem like that's a you thing that's not a me thing the fact that you hop in my mentions like you think that's appropriate to do to somebody that you don't even know i mean that i think that's the reason why it's okay to do it for them but it's like you wouldn't do this shit in person you wouldn't say this shit in person to me you wouldn't act like this in person and that's why i just hate the internet because i feel like the internet gives people uh the confidence just to be like assholes and <laughs> they wouldn't do this shit in person but it's one of the things that bothers me so much and i'm working on i was talking to my therapist about this and i was like i'm working on like <clears throat> kind of like just letting that shit off, roll off my shoulder because at the end of the day yeah. i'm still getting the likes i'm still getting the love it don't matter i'm not it's for fun y'all it's not like <laughs> like that's what i'm posting it for like i'm not yeah i don't understand why and it just it feels weird because it just feels like it has fought race has followed me through both communities throughout my life through fucking you know just being a, a black man and as a black gay man like it's it's just god damn can i just live like did any of you motherfuckers yeah. learn from covid like life is too short and uncertain to be over here stress tr- stressing and tripping out with somebody over what they like bro like as long as it ain't some type of race play shit because that's not i don't that don't fly with that shit at all i think that's the weirdest fucking kink <laughs> in the world like leave me alone like let me do what i want to do like it's just weird so fucking weird <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm anyways next question because <laughs> um, I, I get off on a tangent on that <laughs> um, no, I was going to say I, I know we can talk about this for hours so hours I, I will let you move on okay um so i really okay this question says i really enjoyed your live show my question is geared towards that why do gay men gay men trans people call women cis okay sis you meant c-i-s not s-i-s but um or, oh. birthing, <laughs> or birthing persons if we don't want to be called that okay <laughs> So I've been, I, this is one of the questions I was going to leave off and I was like, no, let me go ahead and answer it. But I'm going to say something you're not going to like it and I don't give a fuck. <sighs> okay. Let me approach this respectfully. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to turn into leave. Um, so friend, um, a lot of times I'm going to start with the birthing person thing. A lot of times I feel that when people say birth, I don't feel, I know for a fact that this whole birthing person thing, like it's not, it's not geared towards women. You're not going to hear a doctor say, Oh my God. Hey, you birthing person. You just birthed a person. They're not going to say that to you. Anything that is coming, anything that's being said like that, it is being said, evolving a person who is non-binary. So this person who's non-binary, 
married, they're probably going to want the doctor to call them a birthing person or, you know, whatever it is like they're not because they don't they don't they're not a man or a woman. And so a lot of times this is why misinformation is a real thing. People need to understand that it's a real thing. Conservatives love to plant dog whistles all over the place for y'all to pick up on things and to be like, oh, my God, trans people are taking our rights as a woman to be called um, a woman or, or a woman to uh, a woman has given birth or a pregnant woman. They're taking that from us. They're taking that from us. And the conservatives plant those little seeds all around and it gets exacerbated all around and y'all eat it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's annoying. It's annoying. I see it so much. And I can't be mad at you for asking this question. And you know what? Maybe there is some trans person out there who is being spiteful about it and saying things to you, like calling you a birthing person or calling you things that agitate you or whatever. I get that. But at the same time, please understand that in general, trans people or trans women, trans people are not out here just calling you a birthing person just to call you a birthing person. Like, Yeah, I was. (laughs) And and I, I, I agree with you so much on the like on the dog whistle thing. Is, is so it's become really difficult to decipher what is real and what's yes. not like recently there was this um this thing about uh, trans women are petitioning to remove um you make me feel like a natural yes, woman from, from aretha like, yeah. Spotify or, or whatever yeah. and the account that posted that was like very clearly a parody account yeah, but all of these other platforms pick, picked up the story because yeah. it gives something, it gives them click rates, it gives people something to engage with, and they know that this is an inflammatory topic. So I agree with you that there are certain things that become um, culturally relevant, and people start talking about because people know that it gets engagement. But I also like, as someone, I'm not a woman, I'm not someone who's right. like in doctors' offices often. I'm not, I'm not engaging with people who are talking about having kids and shit like that. Like, right. So I don't really, I don't really know what's going on in the world of people who give birth but i do know that i follow a lot of trans women and i do follow people who specifically talk about experiences being trans people who want families and i can't say that ever from those people heard them say anything about the term birthing parent versus mother and i i don't i don't want people to think that like it's not real because i'm sure that someone does feel that way like you said i think it could be a term that non-binary people use because they don't identify with the role of mother or father Mm -hmm. they identify with the role of parent um but i like i would encourage people to you whoever asked this question um to just like to engage with people who are trans and look at what they're talking about as opposed to, and I don't know where you got this information. Maybe it was from a trans person. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. but I would say like, keep, keep expanding the territory and keep looking like learning from people who actually are living the experience versus people who are like reposting stuff or hearing things on a podcast, but we're not able to like flush out and give nuance and all of that stuff. Um, and to the point about cis, cis and cisgender, yeah. the term cisgender is just was created to help specify um, gender to, to different someone who is sexually born a certain sex and people who identify with a certain gender. So cisgender people are people who were born with the sexual organs that match their gender identity. So if you are a man born with the penis and balls and you still identify as a man, then you are a cisgender man. If you're trans, if you're a person who was born or female sexually at birth and then you you identify as a man now, you're trans. So it's just a way to help um, have the, have, make the conversation about
about the differences in, in gender and sex more accessible and easy. Exactly. But I'm sure that there's also a, like a whole other history of how it became to be. Google is free. Exactly. And it's not new. The term is not new. And it's not new. Yeah. <laughs> like, the buses is not new. Exactly. Because that's, <laughs> that's another problem, too. But anyways, um, this question, we talked about this in the text thread. I remember that uh, that uh, <laughs> that photo I sent you from that uh, message on Facebook? I'm going to just read the question. Oh, my God. Do you believe in <laughs> emasculation of men? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man, I'm actually going to be having another another uh, toxic masculinity conversation uh, with some friends of mine, in like a month or so. So, but uh, to a degree, I guess if I'm really going to answer this question truthfully, um, it's a uh, I don't know, like it's a um, no to a degree. I mean, I'm like uh, I can see why some people. But what is? What, what is, does emasculation even mean, though? Like, what is? Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what, what do you mean? That's why I'm having. That's why I'm having like a hard time about to answer this because I'm like, like where I was in my life when I was younger until where I'm at now at 34 years old. Like, I'm so like secure in who I am. Well, somewhat. Let me stop acting like therapy just healed everything. Um, I'm very secure, <laughs> somewhat in what who I am now today. Um, about 10 years five years ago mm, shit about 10 years ago i would say yes i can agree like but to a degree like i can't agree i can under i see why they feel this way and i feel like um the way society has programmed masculinity and how masculinity is supposed to look um how yeah how it's supposed to look this is the reason why they feel like you know there's this emasculation going on like they're taking away what it is to be a Mm -hmm. man and it's like Mm -hmm. motherfucker a man could wear a dress if he wants to like it doesn't matter and it shouldn't it shouldn't take him away from like him being a man like he still can fucking a man can put on a dress and go fix a car because literally that's what if he wants to go fix a car wearing a dress he can fucking do that like my question is (laughs) what what does the 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 alleged emasculinization whatever emasculation what is what is that what's wrong with that like what what is what makes you so fearful that people are becoming less masculine yeah you know like I, i i what yeah i think that when it comes the fear of because you know how we a lot of people put they look at feminine as being a soft nature my god weak damsel in distress oh my god i gotta i gotta save the feminine person the feminine person can't fight the feminine person is weak you know and masculine is like Mm. raw raw tasmanian devil like (laughs) right like that's how they act when it comes to to, to masculinity and it's like there's so many different versions of masculinity that so many so many and (laughs) masculinity looks so different around the world like so different if you go to certain parts of Latin America, Brazil, for example, grown ass men who put their dicks inside of pussies and make children, okay, are in the street twerking their asses. Exactly. Like grinding on people doing that. And they're still men. It's not, it, it's not feminine for them to be dancing that way. That's just a cultural thing. Men in the Philippines or in Thailand, they have a very, there, there's a very feminine affectation to the way that 
that those people are, that those men are. We see, like, I see it in, uh, amongst communities here, but also online all the time. Like, there are different ways that people even perceive masculinity across the world. So, in your version of masculinity, the person asking this question, like, what does that look like? Does it, because my thing is, too, a lot of the people who complain about their boyfriends or their husbands, their partners, not being emotional enough, not being available to talk to them about stuff, being selfish, not knowing how to take care of their kids, not knowing how to, how to address certain emotional needs, those are the same people who y'all whose masculinity you value mm-hmm. but the person who's taking the time to challenge those those ideals to soften up to be more open to talking about emotions to crying to being vulnerable with you to creating space for y'all to learn more about each other on a deeper deeper level that that's that's not masculine enough for you and someone wearing a dress or a skirt or whatever like if they're not for you they're not for you like exactly. le- leave them alone there are still plenty of masculine niggas out here who who can perform that role for you but now the idea of what it means to be a man is expanding and thank god because i can't imagine what it felt like to be a man in a time where you couldn't talk about your i think about my dad all the time that nigga is so emotional he is a crybaby he will like he he is so soft on the inside (laughs) but because he has had to be such a man for his entire life he hustled you know he sold drugs he did this he did that he was in the street and had to be tough he had to he had to present a certain way so when he's around certain people it's like yo so you know he's he's debo that's his personality but cold switching over the years exactly but like he grew up around mostly women he his mother his two sisters his aunties he doesn't have a lot of male figures in his life he is he loves fashion he loves art those things are are traits that some people probably would consider to be feminine right but what is wrong with that and he has become a better person because he's leaned further into it in a world where he can now be vulnerable and like those things so i that question to me is just so silly because it's like what does it even mean to emasculate someone right it's and do they know they're being emasculated like (laughs) is the is the emasculation in the room with us right now right it's it's such a like western worldview things i think too though Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. the reason why like we you have people who say this especially like black men talk about it more than anything but um that's a hotef um proverb (laughs) they love that that fucking that new fucking meme with the uh, pussy face in the world. Yeah. Have you seen that meme with ASAP and Rihanna? Yes. So bad. So crazy. So bad on that shit. Oh, okay. Next question. Um, Ooh, this one right here. Oh, fuck. This one right here. Uh, what is something about the gay community? What is something about the gay community that you feel nobody talks about? Oh God, I hate that question so much. I hate it, but it's I'm, we've talked about everything, child. Oh my. God. Okay, for me, I feel we like talk too much. We talk <laughs> about it, but we don't talk about it enough. And I think one of the things is drugs. I think we talked about this one on the show before. Actually, I, think. I feel like we have. Maybe yeah. Um, I'm okay with drugs. I'm not saying that drugs are bad. Like you can do drugs all you want. Like you can do any drug you. Want. And have as long as you're having fun. I think for me, um, it's the things that I see on the apps late at night. Like when I get on sniffies or something that's like motherfuckers be like it's just a sad thing to see so many people like drugged out. It's so and I know it's not just the gay community, so I don't even want to talk about it like that because I know there's like tons and tons and tons of people who are not even gay that just do a whole bunch of drugs and be like mm-hmm. looking for sex. So it's not just the, the gay community, but the question I ask the gay community. So uh, I think that's one of the things that like I feel like 
like have zombies, bro. Just zombies. Zombies. <laughs> like it's scary to a degree. And I'm just like, like, where do we start? Like and not, not even we, because it's not even just a we thing. It's more of an individual person thing too, an environment too. So that's just it's that's just kind of like how I look at it. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just like, that's how I that's one of the things I feel like doesn't get talked about enough in our community. Like we talk about it, mm-hmm. but we kind of just be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like we're having fun. It's like, yes, you can have fun. Like you can smoke weed, do all the ketamine you want. But like at the end of the day, like look at what's going. Like I saw a tweet. <laughs> I saw a tweet that I was gonna I was gonna put up on uh on TikTok and react to because it, it was just so fucking funny. He's like, does anybody want to cuddle anymore? It just seems like all the gays want to do is listen to pots and pans music and do ketamine. And I, I'm dead. I did see that. (laughs) (laughs) I did see that. When I said pots and pants, when I say, bro, I laughed for about 20 minutes. I was at a, I I thought I was with a And they probably tweeted that from Brooklyn. (laughs) Because that's what be going on in Brooklyn. You know, and pants, though. I do, I do hear, like, (laughs) I do hear the, the thing about, like, drugs. I think that generally we just have a culture of like indulgence and, and partying and fun. So like when so much of the, of what we do is like going out to, to dance and party, like you just, you know, there's, there's just a certain level of experimentation and fun that comes along with that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it probably not that different from what straight people do. Like I, I, I genuinely, I know just as many straight people who can right. do a whole, you know, little eighth of Coke. But I, I do, I do think that there is a specific, like not, not even expectation, but like, I think that people sometimes associate certain types of parties, like circuit parties and stuff with doing drugs. Like I definitely have friends who say to me, it's like the same way that people do drugs at raves, right? Like when you go to a yeah. circuit party, it's like, I'm probably going to do G or I'm going to do K or I, like, I'll probably make this a Molly night, you know? people do talk about parties in association or drugs in association with parties. I like that definitely happens, but I don't know if it's like any different. And I think we just see it more often too, because we straight are people aren't posting yeah. on like, yeah. they don't have, they don't have a grinder. They don't have a scrap account to be like, Hey, trying to get spun who wants to, exactly. you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. So I feel like if we actually did see that, you know, like if, if we put, if we made grinder for straight people in the middle of Indiana, I'm sure that every Beth Earl and Jane would be up in that bitch <laughs> talking about, Who's trying to do Tina? Who's trying to, you know, cloud emojis, whatever, you know? Oh my so, God, bro. That I, is true, you know? though. I agree. <laughs> I hella agree. I hella agree. Okay. Um, okay. Last question. I feel like I already said something controversial, but I'll say something else. It says, say something controversial that will piss a bunch, <laughs> that will, that will probably piss a bunch of people off. Ooh. Um, do you have one? Yeah. I wish that I feel like. People, okay, this is for the gay community. No, 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 no. This is for this is just for any general. I wish people would stop real. I wish people would stop stop thinking that physical intimacy is masculine, and I wish they would th- stop thinking that emotional intimacy is feminine because. I hate that when I'm trying to be like, and I don't know if this don't piss anybody off, but like I hate when people think that because I'm being romantic that it's like a feminine thing. It's like, nah, bitch. This, this might actually be the least controversial thing you've ever said. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably. So I don't think it's gonna piss anybody off, but that's how I'm feeling right now because I just feel like, and maybe I'm just like getting into my like 
you know, I'm on that Virgo Libra cusp, so maybe I'm just being a little sensitive. Gotta blame it on <laughs> gotta blame it on astrology, you know what I'm saying? Uh, always, always. But uh no, I feel that way. I just hate how like we look at that like, oh, that's a like and I and I feel like a lot of men, especially those who are so entrapped in the whole masculinity thing, um, entrapped up into it, especially like um gay men who are very I'm, I'm masculine or mask for mask, like they don't know how to show like that sensitive emotional side to them to a degree. It like I, at least to me when I'm certain guys that I've dated, like they don't know like no, like it's actually dope to like hit me up and see how I'm doing. It's actually dope to like make me feel like I'm yours. Like like that's a that emotional piece is something that I need. Like I need you to be like emotional. I need to feel vulnerable with you. Like that's okay and I want that. Like you don't need mm-hmm. to hide that from me. Cause I'm sure enough mm-hmm. not gonna hide being vulnerable with somebody if I wanna be with them or I like them. Like mm-hmm. and I just always find it hard to like when I'm dating someone that I, and particularly got I guess what you would deem masculine, um, in regards to what the relationship is, regardless if it's a situationship or just dating or going to be something other than that. Like it's just mm-hmm. always that the guys. Like especially those who call themselves daddy. Cause you know I like the daddies But the daddy It'd be those ones Who'd be like They don't know how to be emotional at all It's just like rah, rah, So rah, interesting rah. Yeah It's just weird Yeah Yeah <laughs> I, I like that I, th- I think that that's actually I've never heard anyone express it That way Maybe I have But I haven't heard it in a while yeah. So it's, it's nice to hear you say that um, My controversial opinion Is I think I, I've said this before On the podcast actually But It is no one's responsibility To manage your insecurities Yeah Ooh. And I say that because I'm I'm very online these days and I've gotten to a place now where it pisses me off to see people go through specifically there was a situation I saw recently where like people are always on Twitter there's this tweet that always goes around and like people try to go viral and they say you know that meme where it's the guy and his girlfriend walking and he's looking back at the girl yeah and so they'll post a picture of like a muscle body as the girlfriend and then a uh, a beefy like chubby guy as the person that the man is looking back at yeah as if to say I'd rather have a beefy guy than a masculine or than a muscular guy and people always be like, you're lying. I went through your likes and you only like muscular men. And you shouldn't be telling people that for engagement and blah, blah, blah. And this is what's wrong with the gay community. No one likes chubby men. Y'all only pretend. And I'm like, y'all, it's okay. It's it okay. okay if that person does not like chubby, fat, beefy men, whatever. Right. It is okay if they said that and they don't follow anybody who's chubby or fat on Twitter because maybe they just know a few people in real life that they want to bust down consistently that they know looks like that. Exactly. We have to be better about allowing people to like what they like without projecting our insecurities onto what they what they prefer, like we talked about earlier. And it's not even about a matter of preference. It's just like people will find ways to just to project and to make people feel like they have to like everything. Or they exactly. have there have there there has to be a catch all. Like, yes, I like this, but I I like everybody. That's just not how the world works it does you may like ice cream but you may not like neapolitan ice cream and that is okay too and obviously ice cream is very different than people yes but it's no one's job even on the apps right if someone if someone does say i like muscular guys i prefer guys who are like very fit and yada yada okay like that's yeah. fine and, and it doesn't you're not saying anything bad about me personally for being a fat bitch 
But I, it's also okay for you to express that that's what you want. You don't have to manage my emotions and make me feel bad or, or good about myself. But some people will take screenshots of those kinds of those kinds of profiles and then post on Twitter and be like, "See, like you guys are so comfortable talking about muscular." men only and it's because you guys are insecure and you guys want to look a certain way so that you're accepted but and it's just it's just there's two people are too invested in discourse and trying to make a point about everything and everyone's insecure we see too much of each other we see too much too much of each other on a daily basis we see too much people going to the gym we see too much people looking pretty and and with all these filters and not eating all this stuff like we just see too much of each other and now everyone's fucking insane and insecure and we have to learn how to manage that for ourselves that's my controversial i agree on that i agree on that like so much like (laughs) oh my god and and you know what because even after we had our little episode with the body positive episode i really like went through and i listened to that shit again and i was like damn like i got some work to do my own self like just like absolutely because we see so much of what's going on in the world and or around us in our environments and we tend to do like i know for a fact there was times where i had to start unfollowing people on instagram and, and all these places because i was getting so jealous like oh my god why does he have this body why does he have that i don't i, I want to have this body and i was like Andre, like you're working at your own pace. Why are you worried about this person over here? Like mm-hmm. you don't want that body. You want your own body. Like work on what you want for yourself. Like I had to really like coach myself into like doing that. Cause, but I did unfollow a whole bunch of people. Cause I was just like, this shit is not, it was fucking. Yeah. Weird. It's healthy. It's, it's a healthy thing to do. I like, I follow a lot of porn on Twitter and I have to unfollow people consistently because I either get too invested in the porn or I become obsessed with why my, life isn't like theirs like yeah. why are they where are they finding all these men at are, yeah. are, are they just more attractive than me and they they get all these hits mm-hmm. on grinder like and, and and i start to spiral into this to this yeah. depression where i'm like i'm not good enough they're having so much fun and so much sex and the reality is that they're a sex worker you know at, at the end exactly. of the day it's their job yeah. to find clients to get fucked and to entertain us yeah. so I, I it's it's yeah it's a constant practice today. It's a constant practice, I tell you. Um, okay, y'all. So that was the questions. Uh, we took a long time answering those, but whatever. I um, know. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's hop right into the entertainment segment, y'all. So I haven't did the entertainment segment in a while, and I know people have been asking me to do it, but I've been like so scared to do them because I've been seeing like so many people getting sued, and the word allegedly does not always work. <laughs> so. Oops. I try to like uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm finding good topics to talk about entertainment wise just so um, I'm not really like getting myself in trouble <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be a responsible podcaster because you know there's a lot of them out there that just don't be giving a fuck even though one of my models is look at you, you even though one of my models is you may not <laughs> I'm gonna say something that you don't like and I don't give a fuck I low-key do give a fuck just a little bit um Cause I ain't got time <laughs> to be getting sued. I ain't trying to. Right. Get, I ain't gonna say the person's yeah, name. You, you know, you don't make enough money to not be given. Exactly, no exactly. Cause you will not hear from Bubba's banter a, a long for a long time, uh, <laughs> or ever again. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but anyways, um, so let's start off with um. I've been thinking about this a lot since the Grammys. Chris Brown, like Ooh. Chris Brown, has been getting himself in some trouble again recently and not even necessarily like okay i'm not gonna try to like i'm not gonna try to like backpedal on it saying that he's not getting in trouble but okay my question is does chris brown deserve a clean slate 
Like, I mean, the man has gotten in trouble recently for his Robert Glasper comment, the little temper tantrum he did, which I don't understand that was why. So stupid. Like Robert that was Glasper so stupid. out of all that's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite magicians. Him and Terrence Martin are my favorite like producers, musicians ever. Like no motherfuckers is cult. Like And maybe that's why Chris Brown's music all sounds the fucking same. Because he said he listening to his <laughs> shit and not listening to R like to the R and B people yeah, in this category. Exactly. Listen, like come anyway. Exactly. Um and I'm just like, bro, like why? Like why? Like why do like you didn't even sit up here and say, Let me fucking let me actually look up who Robert Glasser is. Cause like it was just like, why would you talk about Robert Glasser out of all people like and you should. He should know the the Grammys is not a popularity contest. It's not. They're not looking. They're not looking at streams. Just because you have fifty five thousand songs on the album, they get a million streams each, does not mean that your music is any better than someone who has exactly. fifteen songs on an hour album that you never heard of. Exactly. Like that's. Thank God. Thank you for saying that. Like, and I love Chris yeah. Brown. That's the thing. I love Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown is dope as fuck. I think Chris Brown has good music, but like. Mm-hmm. As just as of like the things that he does, it's like, bro, you're just like making it harder for yourself. Like, be who you be, my nigga. I'm gonna support you, but at the same time, like, you kind of gotta like look at what you're doing. Look at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you're making people not like you. Like, the only people who are liking you are the people who are obsessed with you. Like, like every every artist has some crazy ass fans, aka Beehive. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, I should say that because I, I you ain't lying. I want the hive to get at me, but Beehive, the Beehive was crazy as hell. I've done seen them go off on so many people. So yeah, like Chris Brown, had barbs, the barbs too. Like I mean, every celebrity, every artist has some crazy fans, and I, Chris Brown, you got some crazy motherfucking fans, bro. Team Breezy is crazy as hell too. So of course they're gonna be like, oh yeah, who the fuck is who the fuck? Is, yeah, of course they're gonna agree with you. Like my that, thing is hasn't. Hasn't Chris Brown already gotten a clean slate? Like, that is I true. feel like he he never really took a break from making music. He never took a break from being successful. Since the situation with Rihanna, he's released albums and music that has done really well. He's consistently gotten features with some of the biggest artists in the world. He has had a hit song for the past 10 years every summer. Like, yeah. He's never taken a break from being a superstar. His albums get streamed by the millions. He's selling out concerts. Like, it, I don't even know if it's a matter of a clean slate. He's going to be successful regardless of how the 2,000 people on Twitter feel about him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people can dislike him and they can, you know, they can make judgments about his character. There are, there are, there's a lot of evidence to support that his character isn't the most positive. It's not. Yeah. People, he consistently says fucked up things about people's appearances and their talent. Like he does not have the greatest track record as it is, but doesn't mean that he's not going to be successful. No, none of that shit really matters because people are still buying and streaming his music. And at the end of the day, we can't get rid of him. It's not, it's nothing that we can do right now to cancel him unless he does some R. Kelly shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So clean slate or not, Chris Brown is still going to be making money. He's still going to be featured with Chloe. He's still going to be featured with people who with women yeah. who you think they're they're too above coll- collaborating with someone who has a history of making hits and good music. Right. At the end of the day, the industry the industry does not care about if you're a good person or not. The industry cares about, are you going to make me money and give me a hit? And period. Oh. You see it with Dr. Luke, Dr. Dre, Chris Brown. I mean, oh. people who have histories of, of being abusers. And so nobody right. really cares. 
Right. And that's the thing, too. Like, like people start bringing out all these allegations like, oh, we shouldn't support him because X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And it's like, bro, like, he's not the only person who does all this shit, too. Like, that's one of the things I want to touch touch on, because I do feel like when it comes to Chris Brown, like, yes, he has. It's easy to target him because he has a track record for it. But like. If we gonna cancel him, we gotta cancel a whole bunch of motherfuckers out here that's doing shit. Like, I mean, that's how I look at it. Right, right. Like, it's either you don't listen to his music, and it's, or and you it's do. your personal, and it's your personal prerogative whether you do or don't want to listen to his music. Exactly. Everyone has a person who they're like, I am never going to support that person. Like for me, as much as R. Kelly's music it's has been a yeah. staple of my life, and like my parents had their wedding and they walked on the aisle to a, a, a R. Kelly song, I can't bring myself to support his music because exactly. it's just like I, I can't I, I personally can't do that I'm not on Twitter crusading about it and you know making a making a point about it but for me personally I, I and I have after all was said and done with the case and everything like there have been moments where I have listened to R. Kelly's music yeah. and I've listened to a song and thought I, I really love that song and I don't feel bad about it because at the end of the day I can't take back what those memories or that song has done for me you know like how, what it means to me but if you choose to not like Chris Brown and not support his music that is your prerogative and you are completely allowed to do that right. people are also allowed to listen to it and not really care like it, it just it just is what it is it's a, it's, a, it's a fact of the world it's the same thing like you can be it's I think it's the same argument people make when they're like um, you you are a woman but you don't care about reproductive rights and it's like well yeah because i'm concerned about like being black or i'm concerned about being poor or i have other things that are on my mind that aren't that or you know people who are um, like america-centric right they're like oh there are all these problems in in uh in uh egypt and in uh, qatar or whatever and it's like yeah i if i had the time and the capacity to care about everything i promise you that i would but right now i'm concerned about not having clean drinking water for the past two years i'm concerned about right. the chemical spill in ohio affecting mine and my children's livelihoods i can't care about what's happening in ukraine right now because i'm not there the same way that i can't always i can't care about chris brown and about you know the other millions of things that people do in this industry exactly i agree bro i agree um speaking of chris brown um i shouldn't even say this but (laughs) i was gonna say no don't segue like that don't do it don't do it sorry that's my that's my i love this person but anyways i just want to know how do you feel about rihanna's super bowl performance and who do you think should be next disappointed i was disappointed in the performance (laughs) i was very disappointed i was too just a little bit i think that if we it would have been different okay first of all she was pregnant so yeah. there was only so much that she could do. Right. And I respect her for committing to her, um, to, for committing to doing the Super Bowl. Right. Um, pregnant and all. But I also feel like there, there was another way for her to do her hits while still celebrating being pregnant. Right. And to me, it felt like they had a set list. They had all this choreography done. And then it was like, oh, I'm pregnant, so I can't do much. And I was like, it's a, it's a lot to redo, but it just yeah. felt like, it felt like every Everything was working around a problem and not right. like working working with the problem presented. You know, right. um, the song she chose. I, I mean, it's Rihanna, so she's cool as fuck. She's gonna do what she wants to do. I felt like she did songs that she liked and that made sense musically with the vibe they were trying to set. Right. But I also was just I was disappointed that 
it didn't feel like a celebration of her career in the way that like I think that some of her fans wanted. I'm a huge fan of Rihanna. And my thing was like if if I was Rihanna and I found out that I was pregnant, I would say, listen, we need to have like we need to open the set with these kind of with the, like these fast paced pop numbers that people love. We need to dedicate the whole middle of my set to my like mid tempo ballad, like, you know, like, right. this the slower songs and then end on like all the ballads. They didn't have to be all of the dancing, yada yada. Like it could have been those mid tempo, those like cute, like unfaithful or California. California King bed right. or um, you know there were other options I don't know I just I, I was a little disappointed but I applaud her for committing to doing it while being pregnant and still doing a great job I feel like it was I only loved it because of the dancers that was the only reason why the, the dancers fucked it up like and maybe indeed just because I'm like a ex-dancer myself like just seeing how Paris Goble always gonna she's gonna do it every time yeah like seeing how they all dance like the energy like all that was great I think that was the part for me that I just loved the most like the part where she was walking off the stage and the dude um, crawling behind her like all that shit was like dope as fuck to me like the energy behind all that shit was just it was amazing um mm-hmm. and just the visual of that the visual was great too like her being on the stage the visuals were great the, gra- the yeah. visuals were great so I will say fucking A plus on all that but at the same time her energy was a little lacking and yes because she was pregnant so it was like okay I still love you Rihanna I still love you you know the other thing I would say too is to the point that you were making about the choreography I feel like we've seen she's worked with that choreographer Paris for a long time yeah and I feel like because I, I know that she's probably very loyal so it would make sense that she would have Paris do the choreography for the Super Bowl but to me I was like if you're gonna do something this epic there needs to be a shift in the vibe you know like you've we've seen her work on tours of yours with the savage stuff like we've seen this style this vibe the very like r&b hip-hop influenced energy and it didn't feel like it didn't feel like an elevation or like a like it, it didn't feel like she put her her catalog up on enough of a pedestal that's like you have some epic shit and for Dude, you to yeah. to like to, to just like make a through line with this vibe of, of, of what you've been doing it just didn't feel like we got a, a, a graduation of sorts it, it, it like the payoff didn't feel like it was worth the um the hype yeah who do you think should be next i think usher should be next you know what I was thinking? I feel like we have had we've had a lot of like um we've had a lot of like hip hop R and B over the past few years. Yeah. I would actually like to see a Kelly Clarkson halftime show. Or oh, I would yeah. like to see has Maroon Five done one? Uh I don't know. Did they do one with Beyonce? Was that them? Or who was that? No, that was that was Coldplay. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't really get I feel like we need we need like a like a singer songwriter white people like a john Mayer, sarah Bareilles, jason Mraz, or henry styles show. henry styles actually went back harry to- styles yeah. Ooh, you are so funny for that <laughs> not henry styles i actually went back and listened to his album after the whole beyonce fiasco like you know on the internet and i was like actually it's actually kind of cool like it's not that bad i don't think he like, I don't think he has enough hits yet to warrant him doing a halftime <laughs> show. That's, that's true. But or was, you know what would also be cool too if we had like a like a boy group girl group halftime show where it was ooh. like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, yeah, um, whatever the girl groups back in the day were, like TLC, and like I, I, it would be cool to have that kind of halftime show. That would be cool. Oh my god, that would be right. I would love that. I would fucking love that. 
Okay. Um. Okay. This next thing. <laughs> this is why y'all don't touch people. Okay. Like y'all don't touch people when y'all out in public. So on Twitter, Buster Rhymes went uh, went viral for throwing a cup of water or whatever it was, throwing water. I know it was water on a fan after she grabbed his butt. <laughs> so the fan was pretty much trying to like get his attention. He was flying from somewhere. Or he was somewhere. I forgot where it was. Um, and there was a big ass crowd, and she went to try to get his attention. And she grabbed his butt. This motherfucker stopped. <laughs> did his turned around, did an evil look, and flung that motherfucker water on her. He said, "Stop, <laughs> drop." Shut him down, open up shop. He let that lady have it. Oh, man. And the reaction of that is just, it's natural. You don't touch somebody's private part. You don't, like, it's one of the things that bothers me the most. Is when people touch me a certain way, mm. like I, like, and I and you know when I'm out of the clubs or the bars or whatever, and I understand people like to touch and blah 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 and this is that, and I don't give a fuck if you're sexy as fuck. Like if my eye contact is not giving you that like oh come on come on come on come on and you grab me, I'm gonna fucking like go off on you because mm-hmm. don't touch me. I don't. I mean, you could be hot as fuck. You could be the type of guy I want. But if I'm not giving you the eye back, do not. That's not That's not consent. It's not consensual. Do mm-hmm. not touch me. Like, I've had guys at the bars grab my ass while I'm at the bar or try to grab my dick and shit. Like, I remember one time, it was uh, last summer, I was somewhere, and I was wearing these hoochie, hoochie, hoochie daddy shorts and, like, had, like, little ripples and shit. But they was, like, real short. And I was, like, kind of bending over trying to um, talk to the, the bartender and this dude fucking grabbed my ass like literally grabbed my ass and i turned around to fucking go off but i couldn't find him and it wasn't i know it wasn't a friend because i know like looking through my peripheral and the dude that was behind me pointed the guy out and i knew it wasn't one of my friends and maybe he could have mistakenly thought i was one of his friends or somebody he knew but it's just the point of like don't touch me like Mm -hmm. because that would have been the same result if i would have saw who it was i would have threw that motherfucking six dollar drink at him like (laughs) because don't touch don't and then we'll turn around bought another one like don't touch me right i didn't tell you to touch me like that yeah at the end of the day just don't don't touch people without the consent and i i think that a lot of um people see celebrities they don't see celebrities as people yeah like we we see them as sex symbols as things that like are for our entertainment yeah so I, like it happens all the time where there have been multiple clips of people, women specifically, who will grab men, male performers' penises while like if like when they come into the crowd, like they'll go up and grab their crotch and like there's just people people have no sense of humanity for these yeah. people who have become so elevated to the point that they're like not even seen as human or normal people. And they think that because the the spotlight is on them, they won't react to that kind of behavior because they know that there are so many consequences for them reacting. But the truth is that I am still a human being and these hands work just as okay. well as your human hands work. Okay. So <laughs> if you touch me and I don't like that shit, you will get smacked with the same vigor and viciousness that a bitch that lives next door to you would, would smack you with. Listen, you know, like, listen. that's why the thing with Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny throwing people's phones, <laughs> I get it because it's I like you're it. not gonna you're not gonna disrespect me in my space consistently and I'm trying to be nice to you and you are clearly just being rude and inconsiderate of my humanity. Yeah, now your phone is broken. Fuck you. Yeah, like I, I get exactly. it. And I respect people who, who react in ways that make them feel safe. Listen, in the words of Shaw Santiago, these hands is ready to eat for everybody. Like, Ari, you 
you, you, uh, I don't understand why people don't understand that. Like, oh, I miss his content. I haven't watched this stuff in a while. He's funny as hell. I love Shy. Uh, but yeah, the hands is ready to eat for everybody. And then the moment you think you're going to just touch me without consent, I'm going to fucking go off. But yeah, I, I really hate that. Like, I, if I was busted, I would have threw that motherfucking water and I would have probably went off mm-hmm. too after that. But he knew it. He, had, he had cameras and shit. So he was just like, let me just throw the water on this bitch. Cause he probably thought, let me and hit it's this a lady. Bitch. Yeah. He probably yeah. thought, I just said, I'm going to knock this hoe out. But then he was like, nah, I'm going to show her what it's about. And even, and then she did apologize too. Like, she got online and she apologized, said she was trying to grab him. Like grab his arm She ended up grabbing his butt Or whatever And it's just like No No mm. That look on your face At least was, we watched the video Yeah His arm was Not all the way down there okay. At the fucking ass Okay the ass. And that face The face she made After she did it It was so mischievous She was like mm, I just touched his ass Yeah, yeah. Mm, He got He got a, He thick That's what she probably said When she grabbed it Yeah Damn he thick Like And I it, Like that's why Bro I'm telling you You know sometimes it, I look at I look at Buster Ryan and he looked like a Komodo dragon to me. <laughs> Don't he? He got he got that he got he that do. like that stocky body and that head. He shape. do. He like an overhead. He hella looks like a Komodo dragon. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that is too funny. But nah, for real, like that's just not. I just I don't know what the fuck was going through her head. But whatever was going through her head, she. Mm-mm. That's why, like, you nah, need to leave these celebrities alone. Like, there's a there was a strongman competitor I met. Um, I mean, he's a celebrity to in that world. And I remember I saw him, and I literally left the checkpoint, or uh, I went from one side of the checkpoint at, at work to the other side, and I saw him, and I was like, "Hey, are you Rob Overs?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Bro, like, yeah, I'm like one of your biggest fans. Like, if you have time and if you feel comfortable, it's okay if I take a picture with you." He's like, "Sure, man." Like, he's like, "That's like." That's the most I uh that's the most compliment or that's the most appropriate way I've ever got asked to get a picture. And I was like, Well, that's what you how you supposed to do it with people that you don't know. Like, yes, you're famous on the internet, but at the same time I need to respect your time and respect, you know, if you're comfortable or not. Like you're supposed to do that. Like, you know, I was like, Hey, can I have a picture, please? Oh my god, oh my god. Like I didn't want to come off like a fangirl either, so that's just a part of me, even though I was fangirling on the inside. And you can see it in the picture when I smile, like you can see the little <laughs> little <laughs> I mean, that's how I was with Duran this weekend too. Like, I was like, oh, I was, I'm so jealous. I'm oh so my jealous. god, bro! Oh my god, I met him. He was like, yeah, you was. He follows me on Twitter. I forgot that. I forgot he followed me on Twitter. And he was like, yeah, you was the one talking about uh, your Fashion Nova outfit. And I was like, yeah, I'm me. so dead. Like, oh my god, bro! Like, Not him keeping tabs. Yes. That wonderless. That motherfucker. That concert was lit. That concert was lit. T. I was right in the front, like screaming my fucking head off. I love it. But anyways, okay. Last topic. Um. So Monique. Momo, Auntie Mo, uh, <laughs> sounds off um, about Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley's backhand compliments. I'm going to go ahead and read this, uh, <laughs> this good old um, uh, uh, Instagram thing. That she, cause she did it on Instagram. So it goes, yeah, it's like a caption. hey, my sweet babies, be sure to swipe. <laughs> She is so funny. Uh, hello, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. 
First, thank you for your compliments regarding my talents and performance in the reading. I couldn't help but notice, though, that you two said because of my personality, I'm always getting in trouble. And then you attempted to connect. And then you attempted to show a connection between my personality and me being blackballed, along with the fallout I have with brother D.L. Hughley. In addition, you two within the same breath mentioned how we as comics are underestimated. First thing, kids with their parents, criminals with the law, and slaves with their masters get into trouble. And the last time I checked, I don't fit in any of these categories to get in trouble with anyone or anyone you mentioned. Do you two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you you, you got to read like a, you got to read you, like an auntie. <laughs> They do it that way. I when you two say, when you say, when you two say, we as comics are underrated. You, Sherry Kim, and I are iconically all black female comics. Why do you think that we're underrated? My personality is such where I have to speak up and out against injustices so we can so we can stop being what so we can stop being as you both said underrated and if you notice i haven't ever started a conversation about you two that involved any negativity in any in any way in all of the years i've known you two check my resume i don't knock on anyone's door saying things i can't sustain but some some people have a problem with the way some people have a problem with me because when they knock on my door with BS, I answer any t- <laughs> anytime the team, anytime the team of you two sisters would like to speak with the team of my husband and I, <laughs> my husband and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we welcome it. <laughs> we welcome it. Thank you to again for the compliments, though, backhanded and please <laughs> no regard. I still love the both of you to life, sisters. I love us for real. For real. Uh-huh. Um, Hi, my babies. Hi, <laughs> my babies. Make sure you swipe left. <laughs> Make sure you swipe left now. Ah, that was the part. That was the part. That was the part. That was the part. Um, honestly, I understand where she was coming from. Because I forgot what Kim Whitley and sh- uh, well, she said it pretty much what they said. She was, they was on, I think it was a Sherry Shepard show and she said all this shit and it's like I, I feel like I haven't watched the Cherry Shepherd show because I heard it was I heard it was good though, but I haven't watched mm-hmm. it. Um, but I've heard bad things about Kim Whitley for a long time, allegedly. <laughs> uh, just that she's not a good person. <laughs> like she's very shady from what I was been told. But I love oh, Kim Whitley. I love Kim Whitley though. But I've heard that um, throughout Twitter. So I it's Twitter. So still allegedly though, because it's still Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's public. It's it's out there. Um, um, but like, it's just like why that the, the comp, it was a backhand compliment. Like I have to agree with Monique. It was a backhand compliment. Like the fact that y'all, you could have just said, Oh my God, Monique did a really good job in the performance of the reading. Like that's all that's all. Oh shit. Let me hit, look at me hit my mic. That's all you have to say. That's all you had to fucking say was, Oh, she did a great job. I love my sister and blah, blah, blah. That's all you had to say. But you start mm-hmm. bringing in the fact that she gets in trouble and this like, that was just shady. Like that was shady as fuck. Like I hate yeah. that shit. Like I think sometimes and, um, and I don't know if they real friends, they just work friends, but still like, I feel like when you care about somebody, you, and you say like whatever you say y'all have some type of alliance uh, as far as i guess comedy goes uh i just feel like sometimes people need to learn how to like handle their friends you know like i was uh, in therapy my one of my ther- my therapists i'm gonna say one of my therapists only got one 
<laughs> but my therapist was saying how like sometimes people need to learn how to treat they or handle their friends like mm-hmm. if you have a friend who is like this or like that like I'm not saying you have to be a certain way around them but just like understand how they're going to be and learn how to handle your friends like learn like cause there's things like that's a that compliment was backhanded and I've been in that situation before where people are like oh you know your show was good but you know I just feel like and it's like wait you had a good show I like that cool I mean I'm open to I'm open to like criticism and constructive criticism all the time and I'm always asking for constructive criticism that's just the person who I am I'm always trying to improve myself um but like there's a way to tell somebody like hey so I like this show but I just feel like the audio was like this and like this like that you know or maybe you could work on doing this maybe you can work on your segues because this this that like there's ways to like say things to people that is constructive and and at the same time friendly yeah and i think that the other thing too the other thing with with monique is like she has had so many years of defending herself and her reputation and being out of work right she hasn't really worked much since the whole situation with lee daniels and tyler perry and oprah went down and you know in the past five or so years she's come back into the spotlight reacting to all of that but also trying to reestablish herself as the star that she is and once was and i understand her need to continue to defend herself because it's like now i'm back in a position where i will be getting more opportunities i've done this great performance in a movie that people are celebrating and applauding i've amended my relationship with lee daniels who directed the movie i want to continue on this trajectory she has a netflix special coming out like there's things are working in her favor so people who continue to harp on things that were either of the past or that sound similar to things that people tried to say to keep her from work it's like no i'm going to do everything that i can to keep my bag and to and to continue to you know grow on the trajectory of recognition and continued success um and it's tough because i know that for her it's like y'all know how the fuck this shit goes as as black women who do comedy who are entertainers who are actors you know how difficult it is period just being black and being a woman in, in this industry so let's be careful about the things that we say about each other because it's it, it can only do more harm to not be helpful than it could be to just be positive and support someone when a criticism when criticism isn't necessary like that wasn't the moment where anyone was needed to be criticized she had a great performance let's celebrate that and move on it's not like you were something had happened and it, and it and, you know she did something and that encouraged conversation about her character or whatever so I, I get her perspective on that for sure yeah I just thought that was trash as fuck like I was like but yeah I don't know like I just feel like at the end of the day like <laughs> you just yeah you don't do that to your friends and I don't know if they're real friends so I almost, I'm all jumping in a personal um, a personal right. thing I think that's because like you don't uh, do that to your cousin on your mother's side <laughs> twice removed by marriage and then divorce you don't do that right right like it's just, I don't know cause I just I, but that's how people are shady like that too in the industry like I think for me it, it did again I really agree with Monique like a lot of times people say it's her but I just feel like and don't don't get me wrong maybe she can't be a diva whatever but at the same time like that was really fucking unnecessary like if you are supposed to be friends in 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 this industry in this era of comedy or whatever especially you being black it's like and you've seen how much of a um hardship she has had over the years it's like why and in in the, the performance was stellar why not put oh look at my sis monique blah blah like celebrate 
celebrate her. Like we always talk about protect black women, celebrate black women, protect her and celebrate her because it was a good performance. So it's like, why Mm -hmm. not? Like, that's why I don't understand sometimes. And I get it though. Envy and jealousy is a real fucking thing. And that's just really what it is. Like could be some, but also they have a job to do. You know, like they were on a talk show. Yeah. And they supposed to be talking. That's true. Sometimes, you know, you're not thinking, you're not thinking too hard about what exactly you're saying. Yeah. But they, 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 we're entertaining people. And of course, as much as people care about um, the, the work that Monique is doing as a professional, they know that people care about the other kind of more personal stuff. That's not necessarily that related to what she's, what she's doing. So it's like, I mean, you know, it's just it, sometimes it just, it, it isn't, it also isn't that deep, you know, like yeah. I, I know, like I, I know I just defended Monique for, for defending herself, but on the other side of that, I do feel like she is particularly sensitive to that stuff because of the, the extreme kind yeah. of like backlash that those comments had on her career. But I also think that she could afford to just let some of that go, like right. bask in your success, live in, live in the moment. You've amended relationships. You're on the come up. You have all of these things working in your favor now. Right. It, it's also okay to just like let people, if you think that they're mad and bitter or whatever, let them be that. Right. You Everything know? doesn't need to be so. called out. So you're right. I've been told that uh, plenty of times cause I'm the call out queen. <laughs> I will call that ass out in the midst of it or, or, and sometimes I, I harbor shit too, but like I'll call that shit out in a, in a heartbeat, especially if it's mm-hmm. something near and dear to me. So I get it. Cause that's what she is. She's a quality. She's sensitive to shit. And she and she's like, uh-uh, I'm gonna call this shit out because it's affecting me, and I get that part too. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. it's like, girl, you went you went in right now. It is it's not it's not a big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So we at the end of the show. We finally got here. Um, not too many technical difficulties this time around. <laughs> No, ma'am. I'm so proud of you. I got my checklist. Shit. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, but I do want to make an announcement. I probably will be doing another live show um, not in March. I'm going to be probably doing it sometime in April just because I got some personal things going on. Um, I'm probably going to also like kind of back off of audio episodes too as well but i will be posting a lot of shit like posting past episodes and i'm gonna be real active on my um my instagram because i've also realized a new thing that i really need to be active on all of my social medias more than i have um i've been active on facebook a lot since the live show and I've, my numbers have went way up um but yeah i'm just i got some personal things going on so i kind of like i'm here but i'm not here all right <laughs> so uh, that's okay right so um but yeah y'all know where to follow me at which is bubba's banter podcast on instagram follow my bubba's banter facebook page our um um and my real my my real doc dre profile too that's a that's my personal but i'm on there most of the time so that and twitter bubba's banter stuff like that so yeah what's the freak twitter (laughs) (laughs) i can't put that out there man i can't put that out there i got too many i got too many co-workers that listen to my show and next thing you know my shit would be all on uh I'll be up in H or not HR, but the manager's office like, oh, so right. I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I could have one. It just yeah, no, 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 no need to then. No, yeah, no need to do all that. yeah. Uh, you want to give out your social, even though I'm probably gonna tag you and they're gonna see it. Like, 
Yeah, I feel like none of y'all actually follow me, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, I am very entertaining, and I I love to um, talk stupid shit on TikTok these days. So follow me <laughs> on TikTok at D McMo D E E M C M O, and you can follow me on Instagram at the same account name. If you go to my TikTok, my Instagram is also linked right there in the bio. So there's no reason for you to not visit both. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's right there in your well. face. You're gonna be entertained. You might as well just click follow. You might as well just see what's going on in my life. Right. You know, like I just feel like I'm there. You there? Just, 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 just tap in, tap in, tap in, tap in. So, anyway, yeah. All right, y'all. So, y'all know what to do. I'll see y'all on Thursday. That was good. That was good.